Welcome to the Chamber Buzz with Bobby. I'm Bobby Vandenbroek, Member Services Director with the Exeter Area Chamber of Commerce. In this podcast, you will learn how people got their start, what brought them to the Exeter area, and how they want to be remembered. We will give you a unique look into the people that make up the lives of the people that make up our community. As you know, we always say people are going to do business with people they know and trust. So let's get started getting to know the person behind their business. Today, my guest is Jen Smith of Just Calm Down Nail and Skin and Nail Studio, located at 27 Front Street in Exeter. Good afternoon, Jen. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Um, I had the pleasure of going to Jen's Nail and um, Skin Studio uh, last week, and it was delightful, just to say. Um, but I'll let Jen tell you um, who she is and what she does. Um, Jen, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're doing. Uh, well, I, I opened in June, um, just after the shutdown was lifted. And I do skincare, nails, waxing, massage. I sell products that I create myself and basically do everything but hair. Um, and I'm really enjoying it so far. I really love my location and my space here. You have a great and, place. Yeah, I, I, I really, I really lucked out. I really like it a lot. And I have to say, I am so enjoying the, um, the soap and the skincare, um, the hand lotion that I got. It's so oh, yeah. nice. Uh -huh. so, so nice. My, even my husband likes it, even with the fragrances. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> so I, that's saying a, that's saying a lot. <laughs> so congratulations on that. Thank you. So let's get started. Um, Jen, what is your name? Jennifer Smith. And did you grow up around here? Where'd you grow up? Uh, well, I mean, I was I was born in uh, Dover, actually. We lived in Durham when I was a kid till probably the late 70s. And then my uh, family, we moved to Rhode Island. So I actually grew up in Barrington, Rhode Island. Wow. Yeah, so then you, then you, well, we'll get to that later. Um, what's your, what are your parents' first names? Um, my mother's first name is Anne, and my father's first name is Peter. What's your dad do? Uh, not now, nothing. He's retired. Um, <laughs> Good for him. But he worked for, um, he worked as a computer programmer for, um, well, it used to be called Hospital Trust, but I think now, Santander is what used to be Hospital Trust. Gotcha. So he worked in like, it was kind of like a headquarters building that he worked in, so. Oh, that's great. Now, yeah. what, what kind of background did he come from? Big family, large family? Um, not too big. I mean, he has three brothers. Um, they, grew, they grew up here in East Kingston. Oh. Um, which is where um, I live now. I actually live in the house that he grew up in because it's the house had been passed down in the family from, um, uh, let's see. Well, I guess since it was built before the Civil War, wow. it kept getting passed down from one family member to the next. So 
we used to come here as kids to visit my grandparents who had it at that time when we were kids. That's special. Oh my gosh. Lots of memories then. Yes. Yep. But I mean, you know, coming here, coming to this area um, to visit for February vacation or something like that is a whole different thing than living here. It took me a little, there was a little bit of an adjustment. I'll tell you what. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I bet that's true, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's true. What about your, um, what's your mom's first name? Anne. And what, what's her background? Big, small family, what's her profession? She, um, yep, she comes from a family with nine children. So she's one of nine. Wow. And yeah, it was uh, eight, eight daughters and one son. Oh so, my goodness. Yeah, it was a very big family. Where does she fall in the line? She is, I think, she, I believe she's the fourth or the fifth one. Wow. If I remember right. And where'd the boy fall? He was, to, he was towards the end. I think he might've been like seventh or eighth. Oh, Maybe it was five. Yeah. Well, God bless your grandmother. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, my mother said that she, when they were kids, they used to eat in shifts and they would have to line up, you know get their food and then just go, go sit down. Like, you know, kind of like a buffet table, but it was their daily dinner. That is so funny. I can't even imagine having nine children. No, I can't either. I have four and I can't imagine <laughs> having five more on top of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, God bless her. Jeez, Louise. Tell me a little bit. Um, so do you have siblings? I have uh, two sisters, an older one and a younger one. Um, You're that middle child. I am. Yes. I was a horrific child and teenager. So as my mother will say, will tell you. But uh, yeah, my oldest sister, she lives in the Berkshires and my younger sister lives in Rhode Island. Oh, wow. Yep. So but not too Rhode Island isn't too far away so you no no it's just under it's just under two hours really nice Mm -hmm. nice what did your mom do for um for work or she um well she had she was a stay-at-home mother for a long time and then I think it wasn't until I was in high school that she started working um and by the time she finished working before she retired, she was the head of, um, she was the director of human resources for Plan International, which is like one of those companies where you, they go to other countries and build schools and, you oh, know, wow. bring food and supplies and things like that. So oh, she was wow. the human resources director for that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Wow. Good for her. Tell me a little bit about what a typical day in your life was like. Typical up. day oh, growing up. I don't know. I mean, we lived, we lived fairly close to schools, to, to the schools we went to. So I rode my bike pretty much all the time, unless it was winter, you know, so I rode my bike and went to school. We did homework as soon as we got home and then we were allowed to play outside just until dinner time, we weren't. Um, and then even when I was a teenager, I was not allowed to go out on school nights. I couldn't go out on school nights with anyone until I turned 18. It, I had to 
be it's home. It's amazing, isn't it? How times have really changed. That was the same rule for me as, as, as growing up. And dinner was at five o'clock. I don't know about, yeah. I don't know about you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was the same five o'clock. Oh, too funny. Yeah. It, times have changed. Now you're lucky if you get all your family together to eat at dinner time. Right. It's crazy. Right. Crazy. Yep. Um, I look back at those as for me, I look back at those dinner time talks as really special. And I just wonder where kids do that now, or when do um, we get to, to talk and communicate? Right. Well, we don't, I mean, even in my own house, you know, if I, if my daughter's upstairs in her room and I need to say something to her, I, I know it sounds super lazy, but I'll text her. <laughs> and I'll, and I'll, and I'll say whatever it is I need to say, you know, rather than yelling, um, you know, yelling up the stairs or whatever, I'll just text her. It's easier. So all the communication I think happens in the phones these days, I since everyone know. has different schedules and, you know, nobody's always home for dinner. So you just so true. I can yeah. remember, you know, yelling down, down the stairs, up the stairs, outside, dinner mm -hmm. time, or you know, yeah. Now you don't have to do that anymore. It's um, it it does right. easy peasy to do that. So that's that's so funny. Where um, so did you go to school in Rhode Island? Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, I went to uh, elementary school and middle school and high school were all in Rhode Island, all in all in Barrington. We stayed because um, it was important to my mother to have us be living in the same house, going to the same schools with the same kids um, growing up. And so that's that's exactly how it worked out. Oh, I love that. That's crazy. I, I, mm -hmm. I'm just so in awe of having this house that's been passed down for so many centuries. That is just amazing. I love mm -hmm. it. It's a great story. Um, so did you, did you go to, um, did you go to cosmetology school or how did, how did you get your uh, degree? Because well, I mean, you, you, it doesn't sound like you, did you do hair at one point? I never did hair. Um, when I was, when I was in, uh, you know, when I turned about 13, I, I wanted to be a hairstylist. I wanted to be, I wanted to do color. That was my thing. And I used to spend hours um, doing my own hair, my own makeup. And that was the plan. I was going to cosmetology school when I was 18, but that was not my mother's plan. <laughs> so when I graduated. She said, you're not going to cosmetology school. You're going to college. Yes. I'll just say yes. And well, and that, that's that. I'm going to leave. <laughs> we'll just leave that. She had guidelines that you had to live by. Yes, <laughs> she did. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yes. I, my, my mom had strict guidelines as well. So I, I hear you. So yep. what did you take from that very first job at McDonald's? What did you take from that job that you've used, that you've brought with you to where you are now or that you've brought to every job since then? Probably what I would never want to do in a work setting, you know, because 
that was just, you know, it was, it was not a good scene. The management was, they didn't treat the employees very well. And it was just so, I, I don't know, it, they just, it just wasn't a good environment, you know? So it was probably, I learned, you know, what I, what I don't want is what I learned from working at McDonald's. That's, that's an important lesson to learn. So yeah. It, it's a good thing to take with you. Right. So, yeah, I would say it would be the transformation of, of the person. Oh, that's great. I love that. Tell me a little bit about your life today. Are you married? Are you single? Are you looking? <laughs> um, not married. Um, I've been divorced for over 20 years and never remarried. Um, probably not the marrying kind. Not, not really looking either. I mean, I suppose if the person fell in my lap, okay, well, I'll consider you. But other than that, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's my, my scene. But um, so, and then at home, I have my daughter. She's still at home. She's 24. She, she works full time. Um, my oldest son, he's sort of at home. He's renovating the barn. He's a contractor. He has his own business. Nice. Um, so he does like windows, doors, and, you know, renovations basically. Um, and so he's renovating the barn to make it a home to live in. That's and, terrific. Yeah. He's gotten pretty far. He doesn't, there's no plumbing in it yet, but he's pretty much gotten the bulk of it done. I That's would say. Great. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's really great. I mean, obviously, you know, you're not using the barn for farming any longer. Right. Right. So what a great yeah. way to utilize that space and keep the house historically preserved. Right. Yep. Yeah. That's it's great. Yeah. He, he, it looks really, it looks a lot I mean, on the outside. It doesn't look any different, but when you go inside, it definitely does. But, um, and then uh, my two middle sons are not uh, home anymore. They moved out after they finished high school. They went to Exeter High School. So they went back to Rhode Island actually, but one of them comes here and he'll spend a week at a time and he'll work with my oldest son and his company and they work together. Oh, that's so, so nice. Yeah. That's great. It sounds like you have a nice, um, a nice close family. Uh -huh. um, good for you. That's hard to achieve these days, especially having two home and two away. So right, yeah, to you. Yep. One of my last questions is for this segment: is where do you see yourself in ten years, personally and professionally? Hopefully, I've accomplished some more renovations by then, and. Um, you know, I, I'd like to travel more. I've only been out of the country once in my whole life. So I would like to go and travel some more. Where did, um, where did you go? Where's that one where, place that you went? Oh, I went to Ireland. <gasps> nice. That's a great place to go. Yeah. Yep. I went with my, um, my older sister and my mother. We went the three of us. And what brought you to Ireland over other places? Well, cause we were going to, we were going to go, um, gosh, I can't, oh, cause I used to watch Little House on the Prairie as a kid all the time. And I wanted to go to the Little House on the Prairie Museum. 
and see the house and all that kind of thing. Um, but then when I was looking, researching the cost to fly there and do all that, the cost to do that or the cost to go to Ireland, which was a second choice, um, was roughly the same. So I, you know, so we decided, okay, well, we might as well go to Ireland then. So that's what we did. Good for you. Good choice. Very mm -hmm. good choice. Love that. And professionally? Professionally, um, I want, I would like to, I, my plan is to eventually hire on a couple of, of employees um, and expand. I'd actually, if I had it my way, I'd want to take over this whole house and turn this whole thing into a spa and, you know, that kind of thing. But I kind of have to wait till the other people using the other spaces leave. But um, that, that's what I would like to do and then have employees and have like a whole reception area and just make it all very, you know, official. That sounds great. What a great, yeah. what a great thing to work for. It's a great building. Um, mm -hmm. I just love the whole, it's, it's a historical building within Exeter and um, it's got that little charm to it, you know, it's really right. Nice. Uh, I really, it's a great location. I love it. Right. And I feel, I feel like it goes, I feel like the setting, this, this house, um, it seems to go really well with my whole, cause my, my skincare brand is called haunted skincare and, you know, everything about haunted skincare, like the logo and all that stuff, it's all very old, you know, that whole 1800s kind of feel to it. So I feel like this place is probably, you know, it's just perfect. If I was in a super modern place with large windows and brass and glass, it would, it would be terrible. It wouldn't be the same. Exactly. No, so. I, I, I totally agree with you. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. It's perfect. It's a perfect fit for you. Yeah. Actually, those folks are going to move, move around and you'll slowly take up that space. Good for you. <laughs> I look forward to it. I look forward to it. So, um, Jen, I want to say thank you. Um, we're going to end this portion of our podcast, but I'd like okay. to end the, uh, the, the podcast today by asking you them the same 10 questions that I, I ask every guest. Personally, in 10 years, I see myself, well, probably, you know, still living in the house that I'm living in. You're okay. Ready? Okay. First question. What is your favorite word? My favorite word? Hmm. I like to say seriously because people say a lot of things that don't make sense and I'll just be like, seriously. So. <laughs> I like that word. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. What is your least favorite word? Soak. That word drives me crazy. S-S-O-A-K. Like soaking, soaking, like soaking in a tub or something like that. Even though I have to say it 18 times a day, every time I, you know, do a pedicure, I, that word, I, I don't know. There's just something about it. <laughs> that is so funny. I never thought about that, but I'm sure you do say that word a lot. Yeah, I do. We're going to have to come up with a different word next time I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you laugh out loud? My kids. I think my kids are pretty funny. You know, they're, they're all in their 20s, so they're, you know, their sense of humor certainly isn't, you know, 
very Sesame Street. So it's, I, I think they're all pretty funny. So <laughs> I love they do. What makes you very sad? Just breaks your heart. My, let's see. Well, I, I lost my English bulldog a, a few years ago Aww. and that even now, and this is a few years later, every so often it'll get me. Oh, you know, yeah, that yeah. I was pretty attached. We were attached to each other. And how long did you have him, her? Him. Um, his name was Oscar. He, he was only five. He got very, very, very sick and he didn't, he didn't, uh, he just couldn't go on anymore. Aww. Yeah. He wasn't I very old. Name. Great name. Yeah. <laughs> great name and a bulldog I, I it, it, that seems like a, a great fit for you mm -hmm. yeah just love that um what noise or sound do you love noise or sound gosh I don't I I guess do I love I guess I love the sound of my um my box fan that I because it, it's that white noise you know that makes you kind of sleepy or calmer you know I think it's probably between that and the 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 theme song to call the midwife so oh. at the beginning I love that music every time I hear it start to play when I watch it um I just instantly I feel calm oh that's great oh I love that yeah. what noise or sound drives you absolutely crazy you can't stand it the sound of someone chewing that makes me insane like when you can hear someone chew it's just like oh seriously i can't even do it. seriously huh seriously yeah <laughs> so i'm going to ask you this question and um i want you to mute yourself okay so, uh, for the answer so the question is what is your favorite curse word make sure you mute yourself before you say it okay say it one more time out loud no oh okay okay now you can come back on i know that word i've used that <laughs> times myself <laughs> yes that, that's a word i use quite often it's in a lot of my sentences <laughs> even, even just regular sentences you know i just it's I don't amazing know. it's amazing that you can use it so many different ways can't you I know. It, yep. It's crazy. You can be happy. You can be angry. It's just, it's a good word. Yeah. One of my favorites. Sure. Thank you for sharing that, by the way. Um, let's see. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? I would like to be a real estate agent. That would be the oh. other profession. Yeah. Now, see, I'm I'm surprised at that only because, um, I, I know you uh -huh. and, um, we had a conversation about how, um, how shy mm -hmm. you are. So right. being a real estate agent just surprises me. Right. I know. Yes, I know. I feel like I'm, I am a super introvert, but I love houses, especially old houses so much that that would trump my introversion <laughs> it really would and and also because i mean i've had a i've had you know experience with 
real estate agents over 25 years or so. And um, there was a lot of times where I would ask questions of the realtor and they wouldn't have the answer. They wouldn't, you know, they just, they just seemed so, you know, they just weren't very engaged. And I always thought to myself, if I ever became a, a realtor, I, I would sure had those answers. I'd know that neighborhood. I would know how much your gas bill was going to be annually. You know, I mean, things like that. That's a great profession. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. What profession would you just want no part of? Rest, anything to do with working in a restaurant. I just, I just don't, I just have no desire whatsoever to work in a restaurant. And I just, it's just not me. I, I wouldn't, I can't see myself doing that. It's not my, it's not up my alley, I should say. <laughs> not in your wheelhouse, huh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so the last question I have is what would you like your legacy to be? How would you like people to remember who you are or remember most about you? I think my, I would want it to be that people remembered that I always would say what I'm, you know, what I mean, like I, I, uh, there's a lot of times where whatever I'm thinking comes out of my mouth, you know, and, you know, the kids would say, oh, there's no sugar coating with you, you know, and <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, but in that also, I never let things keep me down. Because I mean, I've, I had, I struggled a lot in my 20s and 30s, raising the four kids. And um, I mean, it was rough sometimes, but I still, I didn't let it get in my way. I, I just kept going and going. And even, you know, with starting this, I was, I was afraid. Sure. I was afraid. It was a huge risk. I have, I'm the, the breadwinner in the household. If this fails, I, you know, so it was a massive risk and, but it was a risk I had to take. I, I wouldn't have been able to live with myself if I didn't Good for I had you. to do it. So I guess that would be it, you know, that I always say what I mean and um, that I don't, you know, I always get back up when I fall down, I guess you could say. Well, I, I, and you can share more information if you'd like, but I know that recently you, you, um, you had a health scare and, um, you just handled that so well. I'm still amazed at how well uh, mm -hmm. you, you came through that and with a positive attitude and you have just, and all of this happened in the middle of a pandemic, starting a new business and you're just, you've just right. moved along and um, done a great job. So, right. Yeah, because I couldn't, I, there was no, there was no option for failure. So even though I had to go through what I went through and, um, you know, was going to be potentially out for a long time, which thankfully I wasn't, but I potentially could have been um, after the surgery, I, there was, there was no option for me. I was, I was coming back because this is something I want, I want to do and I want it to succeed. And, you know, there was no choice. Well, good for you. Well, you've done a remarkable job and we wish you the best in your business. Um, it's just, 
I, I just think you're going to do very, very well. And I look forward to having you grow and working with you through the chamber. And uh, I just want to say thank you for sharing your story with us today. Well, thanks uh, for having me. Absolutely. Um, don't forget Jen Smith from Just Calm Down uh, Skin and Nail Studio. Um, again, thank you for um, letting us get to know you a little bit better. Um, is there anything else that you would like to, to share with us before we wrap up? I, uh, maybe just the fact that um, I just wanted to, well, the whole like gay, lesbian, transgender, that whole community is very important to me. Two of my children identify as some of those, um, I don't know what you would call them. I don't want to say labels, but you know what I mean. But, um, and I just, so it's been something that I'm trying to get involved in. Um, I will be at the Pride Festival as a vendor um, uh, next month in Manchester. Right. And I have been trying to reach out to that community. And I just want people to know that I strongly support them and that they should be, be you know, feel fully welcome to come here. Oh, and don't don't great. ever feel like you know like they can't come somewhere just because they might be judged or something because there there's that's not going to happen here so no judgment um business for sure right right i think equality for all is mm -hmm. so important and um thank you for sharing that i i really appreciate it it's um it's something that you know it's it's a hard it's a hard it's a hard conversation, um, mm -hmm. but the more that we make it easier, um, the better off everyone is. So again, thank right. you for sharing that. And if there's anything that we can do, let us know as well. Okay. Um, and don't forget, you can put that out on the chamber um, calendar so people know if they want to attend. Oh, oh, the Pride Festival? Yeah. Oh, okay. Pastor. Okay. Absolutely. All Absolutely. right. So um, again, thank you. We're gonna mm -hmm. wrap up today. I just wanna thank our listeners. We appreciate you joining us. Um, for now, you can find our podcast on the Exeter Area Chamber website, www.exeterarea.org. You can also find them on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Apple, Breaker, um, and other several other um, popular podcast platforms. We'd also like to thank Anchor FM for helping us build and distribute our podcasts. We really appreciate that. And this is Bobby Vanderbilt, uh, Member Services Director at the Extra Area Chamber, signing off for now. Please join us for the next Chamber Buzz with Bobby. Have a good day, everyone. The Chamber Buzz with Bobby is built and distributed through Anchor by Spotify. This podcast is produced by the Exeter Area Chamber of Commerce. To learn more about the Chamber, visit exeterarea.org.